Week five of the NFL season is here. Division series playoffs here for Major League Baseball. And as Ash said, even before we started the show, it's got to be better than last week. And I love living my life that way. Like, can't get any worse. And if you watched us on TV, you wouldn't have known. But if you happen to watch us on social media last week, you understand it was a complete meltdown. An absolute disaster, unlike we've ever seen on this show. Yeah, it's, it was pretty bad. And we spent a good hour afterwards doing surgery yeah. on the show to get it ready for TV. So we're turning the, the page benefit. quickly. We've got our week uh, five picks coming up. Uh, <laughs> we'll show you our records. <laughs> you don't want to see them. Uh, we will yeah. make our World Series predictions. <laughs> we'll revisit what we did at spring training. Not good for me. Um, I don't remember mine. Do you, do you ooh, know what Oh, yeah. Well, I remember mine. Oh. Um, We'll get into the college football slate as well. Are the Jets better than the Giants now, even without Aaron Rodgers? It seems that way. It My even team. seems like the culture for gangrene is better yeah. than it is for Big Blue right now. Maybe. Which, when was the last time you said that? Let's yeah. get going. This is Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpenhouse. I'll be at Alpenhouse next week in Amsterdam. I mean, a completely redone showroom, ski, pool, spa. Place is going to be absolutely incredible. I've got a little bit of a sneak peek. Can't wait to be there uh, with Andy Heck and Katie Osborne as they unveil that brand new shopping experience uh, for people in Amsterdam and the entire capital region. This guy, he's so Sam is a loyal viewer, uh, and we love him dearly. Um, he keeps tweeting at me directly, though. Just message me, Sam. We'll have a great back and forth that way. Then well, we don't fill people's to... timelines. However, he's on his way back from Myrtle Beach. Yeah. And and still Probably. finding a way to, to watch the Probably show. Some so golf. we love that. Uh the Rock Man's in Honorado Miller Rocco oh, show. At least he's third you know this time. It. Yeah, exactly. He usually uh steals the headlines for that. All right. We've got a lot of NFL to get to here, right? But it is Major League Baseball's postseason. And what would a postseason or offseason be? in Major League Baseball without some major managerial changes with the New York Mets. And now, Dirty, Difficult, and Done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. Bill Miller, Sean Wilcoxon. Can I show? Where is it? Here it is. Yep. Can you see this? Nah. Mike's in the yep, way. Yep, Performance. Indu- see, if I worked out more, I'd fill the, the yeah. sleeve better. Performance Industrial right there. Drive out cancer. American Cancer Society. They raised $50,000. $50,000 with a traveling golf league. Incredible stuff uh, for Men Wear Pink and uh, and the American Cancer Society Breast Cancer Awareness. So shout out to Bill. We love having him as part of this show each and Got every single early week. This week. There is never a job that's too dirty or too difficult for his team to get it done. Here we go. Buck Walter and GM Billy Epler done in New York. So what's funny is, let me just do this, because this was kind of funny. Last week's question was, will Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone be part of the Yankees organization next week? Well, we were right. Yeah. A New York franchise got rid of both their manager and GM. However, it was the Mets. So it was weird with Buck. Yeah. 
first you thought he resigned and I thought, yes, of course, yeah. get away from that train yeah, wreck that is disaster. the New York Mets. Yeah. But then it came out that he actually was fired. Okay. Now, well, that's stupid. Billy Epler, the GM, hung on for another almost full week, but now he resigned. And that we know is that he did actually resign. So it's a full reboot here for the New York Mets after what was just a two-year experiment with these guys. Strange. Who's better than Buck? I, I just... I love Buck. I don't get it. But does Buck want to be part of a rebuild? And do the Mets believe know, Buck but... is the guy to be part of a rebuild? Probably not, right? Buck is the guy you bring in the way the Mets did. And I thought it was a brilliant hire. You bring Buck in to a team that is ready to win. The Mets are not ready to win not now. next year. They're not ready to win in 2025. They're not ready to win in 2026, probably. This is a rebuild. I don't think Steve Cohen is going to dig deep into the pockets again to right. shell out for free agents. He tried it. It didn't work. I would imagine he feels a little burned wow. by some of that stuff. And so let's try to build this thing back up a little bit instead of trying to win immediately with big ticket guys. That's my thought. The guy has more money than any other major league baseball yeah. owner. So maybe he just grows impatient and says, you know what? Can we go to Otani? Go get him. I, I don't know. I was going to say big ticket guys is a little bit of a misnomer in terms of like, listen, I get it. Justin Verlander might be one of the best pitchers still in the playoffs right now, but he went after old big ticket guys. Like getting a Shohei Otani is, I don't think you can compare the two. You're getting a Justin Verlander and a Max Scherzer who were at you know, the top of the hill ready to go down in their prime versus a Shohei Otani, who's the greatest baseball player in the world right now, arguably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do you think the Mets spend on Otani this offseason? No. Yeah. Neither do I. I think, I think they're going to try some real patience. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Sam says Bellinger. Bellinger has made himself a lot of money with mm -hmm. the way he played. Um, and I'm, I'm with you, Sam. I think, Bet but on himself, but, Alonzo plays first. Nimmo plays center. Where is he going? Yeah. I, I don't think Bellinger fits. There is a DH, obviously, now, but I don't I don't know that, that Bellinger fits with what the Mets are, are trying to do. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting offseason. They've, they've got to get a GM who will then hire a manager after that. But uh, we, we thought by this time it would be the Yankees we're talking about in terms of what franchise fired their GM and manager. The regular season at Ash now, as we do the show live on a Thursday night, has been over for four or five days. Mm -hmm. Boone and Cashman still have a job. I said they you would. You said have, they would. I said they'd still have a job. You said they would. I know. Okay. Um, updated odds here for World Series contenders. These are the teams that are left. Braves are up a tick. So they were like plus 240, I think, last week okay. on the show, now plus 270. Dodgers are up a tick. I think they were plus 430. It's now plus 440, minuscule. Because of the way... Astros have made a huge jump, yeah, obviously. Because of the way teams are playing, yeah. Orioles, Phillies, Twins, Rangers, Diamondbacks. I'm a little surprised the Rangers are as low as they are. Yeah. They get the Orioles in the division series round, which to me feels like the softer landing spot than Houston. Yeah. I think it's winnable for them. That's what I'm saying. Know, but it's not a softer landing spot in terms of like the Orioles are the one. I, I I get that. But who would you rather play, the Orioles or the Astros? Well, the Orioles, of course. Okay, and there you go. So but, for Vegas to put the Rangers at plus 950 when we both agree that they've got the yeah. easier 
of the opponents in the division series is, is a little interesting to me. Maybe. There may be I, some I money there to win. They may be getting the Astros at a better time than the past four years. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's still good. It Oof. is, but the Orioles aren't too shabby. And yeah. Camden is going to be electric. Yeah. It's going to be electric. It's going to be awesome. Rockman says Mets will never win. Might be true. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's also on the Braves here, and and Frank, you are you are welcome aboard the bandwagon. He's on the bandwagon, all right. Uh, to be a Braves, I'll, we'll take all the Braves fans we can get. You probably the don't want the Rockman. Generally, the teams that he likes tend to not win. He becomes and a fan after they off. win. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get what you're saying. Uh, here's the division series. Set of matchups. I said earlier, I said before, and I'm I'm, I'm changing my viewpoint. I've got buddies who are big time Braves fans and they were texting me this morning angrily because they feel like baseball should reseed the way a lot of post, you know, playoff formats do. I said, let's not go into the series already feeling like we've been defeated. Let's enjoy the opportunity to knock the Phillies out. So that's where I am mentally. You of course not. Still don't want them. Still don't want them. But I'd love to beat them. That's the beauty of it. Let's just go beat them. It it's a brutal matchup for Atlanta. And maybe the Phillies fans feel the same way. Braves hit more home runs than any team in history. They've got a higher OPS than any team in history. The good news is you're not going to get their top two starters in the first game. Right. Yep. Uh, Dodgers and and Diamondbacks. So you get two NL East teams, two NL West teams in this division series. Uh, give me the Braves in five, and give me the Dodgers in four. Mm, sweeper. No, no five game. Um, Baltimore and Texas. Give me the Orioles. Okay. In four, and give me Houston in four. All right. Uh, is that your, oh, uh, we don't want to go to, well, you can to sure. your other thing yet. Uh, you want me to do picks? You don't have to at all. Okay. No. Um, I have a world series, my revised world series, but I don't remember who I picked in my initial world series. You don't huh? I do. I had I the Padres was, beating the hmm. blue Jays. That, hmm. that, that's not going to work out. So here are our take two picks on the world series braves over orioles braves over ask both on the braves here i'm gonna have to go back and watch and get my world series pick i feel like maybe my i had the blue jays i think in you had the blue somewhere. jays winning it okay. i think we both had them in there i had them losing to san diego the al east put up it, a real stinker so far so far this is like the, the two uh, al east teams who played got it's, swept it's like when the acc got eight teams in the ncaa okay. tournament and only two got through the first weekend yeah. uh, but then that's kind of what it feels like far. Yeah, generally. Yeah, so you think Baltimore goes fast? So do I. Well, I mean, you win one series, you go far. That's like you get. Yeah, I mean, you win one series and you're in the ALCS. That's pretty good. That's a win for any team, most franchises. Yeah. Uh, Rock says Astros Braves. Sam says. We're all on the same page. Astros Braves. Huh. Okay. No predictions there, though. They're just can't bet against the Astros. Just putting in the uh, just putting teams in. All right, let's take a quick time out here on Honorado and Miller. When we come back, uh, we'll get into Week Five of the NFL. The picks still to come, but we're focusing on the Bills, the hottest team in the NFL. Um, It was Week One, just (laughs) an absolute aberration, and now are are the Bills world beaters again? 
are people completely back on Buffalo after they really dominated yeah. the Dolphins last week, the Jets and the Giants? I mean, which of those teams is the bigger mess? That'll be fun to debate. We're back in just 30 seconds here on Honor Auto Miller. Find the best selection of ski and snowboard equipment and apparel at the best prices of the year. It's Skitoberfest at Alpenhouse. Grab the family and join us October 12th through the 14th for food, live music, craft beer, games, giveaways, crafts for the kids, and so much more. And in honor of our upcoming 60th anniversary, we'll be turning back the clock and offering state-of-the-art tuning at retro pricing. Celebrate with us at Clifton Park Center and Route 30 in Amsterdam, where we can't wait for you to see our newly expanded showroom. Alpenhouse, run by skiers and riders since 1964. And now, back to Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpenhouse. You know, Ash, it, it just feels like it's so rare when politicians get it right. <laughs> right? When they understand, when they have their finger on the real pulse of the American people. You know what's so funny? Right? When I put this key into the show. Okay. I initially wrote Governor Hochul and I went back and took it out because I thought you put a politician's name into a key and people automatically get offended one way or another. Good. Like it's just, yeah, I know. But yeah. that's what I mean. Like anytime you even talk about right. a politician, no, right. ah, so yeah. I, uh, well, we are, We're she not, did it. I'm you got to give her credit, yeah. give her credit for doing it. Yeah. Great. But I took her out of the key. Yeah. New York's governor, Kathy Hochul, uh, tweeted what well, she X. She posted on X on uh wednesday i believe no i believe it was wednesday or tuesday late tuesday that um she was giving the new york state liquor authority the authority to extend bar and restaurant hours on sunday why because well the bills are playing sunday morning eastern in london so bars restaurants can open at 8 a.m to get ready for this 9.30. This is brilliant. And I wouldn't expect, like, you have much bigger things on your agenda and on your mind. I get it. But there's somebody on the governor's staff who's probably a Bills fan. I think she's a Bills fan, isn't she? Well, she's from Western New York, sure. Who said, and maybe maybe she did think, oh, hey, my Bills are in London. I wonder what the bars are. Oh, we should. Either way, whoever gets credit for it should get a lot of credit. Because this was a move that was made with enough foresight, right? Like bars and restaurants aren't scrambling on Friday night to get it ready for Sunday. This is well ahead of time. Beautiful. Open the doors. We've got a bunch of Bill's Backer bars in the Capital Region. Open the doors early. Get the bar flowing and let people go watch Bill's uh, Jaguars from London Sunday morning. Kegs and eggs. It's too early for me. To go to a bar or to I drink? I just don't think I could do it. Oh, you could. A long time ago. Could. A long time ago, perhaps. I know you could. But that's a what? You, you wouldn't make it to the end of Sunday. Well, no. If you wanted to watch that's all the not... games, you just wouldn't make it. You don't make it to the end of Sunday anyway. I don't. With your, with your schedule. I don't make it. You're right. So are the Bills the best team in the NFL right now? They've won three straight. They've got the best point differential in the NFL. They are number one in points allowed. So for the all the talk thing. of that is it. the Cowboys defense mm-hmm. maybe being historic, and then we, then we all jump to the Browns. Maybe the Browns have the best defense in all of football. Well, the Bills have allowed fewer points than any other team in the league, and they're second in points scored. So is this the best team in football? I think we, you have to say yes at this current moment because I think – Listen, I thought going into last week that the Dolphins were the best team in football. And the Bills showed that 
They were better. I don't know if mm. they're better, all the, mm. but they were better than the Dolphins last week, mm. and they were a lot better. Yeah. And we knew, I did say, we know the Bills' defense is good. I'm not sure exactly what to make of Miami's defense. Well, the Bills' defense showed it was good enough to slow down that freight train of a Miami offense and everything, and that was with Jalen Waddle back, all the things that we talked about, and they were able to shut them down, and they certainly looked like the best team in football. Now you got to fly across the pond – Play a jet. Do you not like that terminology? I just, I, I, I smile just because it's, I, I don't know. I don't know why I smile. I smile because it's a cliche that gets I used get a lot. It's just kind of interesting. Across oh. the pond. It's not a pond. It's an ocean. Yeah. But across the ocean <laughs> no, <it's fine. laughs> to play the Jags in their second home. Uh, yeah. And, and that's a Jags team that I think has underachieved this year so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but two and two. Maybe they're. One and one last week over the maybe Falcons. Maybe they're in for a yeah. Oh, that was ugly too. Um, maybe they're in for a big one. I don't know. I, I'm I'm on the Bills. So best team in football. The Bills have won three straight. The Chiefs have also won three straight. Yep. Oh, by the way, yep. okay, and they are the defending Super Bowl champions. But it didn't look easy against the Jets. Didn't look well. In fact, I was they made me look stupid. Asleep. Um, I watched it. Unfortunately. Yeah, the Chief it's funny, the Chiefs and Eagles both have like a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover mm-hmm. going here. Philadelphia is still undefeated. Yep. Okay. I know. And but people, it's like But we're not talking about the Eagles yep. because they aren't winning impressively. Like we're almost we're almost taking the college football mm-hmm. mindset with the Eagles that like yep. if you aren't winning by two scores, we're not going to put you in the conversation yep. for, but we don't care that you're undefeated. You have to win impressively. Well, in the NFL, it only matters if you win right. or lose. Yeah. There are no style points the way there would be for college football, or at least back in the day when no, you really had. You're still trying that. to determine who's better than who. And if you're doing that yeah. on record, yeah. you can't just do it on record. If people teams have the same record, now you have to say, well, how'd they do it? Yeah. It, ha- it hasn't looked impressive. It, they have at times and the chiefs looked impressive the week before, but the Chiefs looked terrible. And Mahomes throws two terrible picks. Mm-hmm. That is not his MO. You know he's not going to do that every week. Yeah. So I think that was a huge reason why that game kind of stayed as close as it did. Had he not done that, I don't think it would have been the same. But, yeah, it, it's interesting to think, though, if the Eagles play a really complete, really good game, how good are they? And I think that's kind of the question lingering is, is it a hangover? Is it them taking a step back or are they going to show up and be the Eagles of last year and, and maybe give the chiefs a run for their money? Cause the Bengals certainly aren't going to, Ooh, they're done. Oh, K is uh, on the 17 years going to orchard park as the season's hit. Cold. Wow. I love that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Trip to London. But K I'm curious if you're still, what will you do Sunday for the game? Do you watch at home? Do you do the little mimosa or screwdriver thing with brunch and just stay home and enjoy the game? Or, or, or not drink. Or not. Not everyone yeah. drinks. Yeah. Or do you go? Well, I'm, I'm tying in the bar theme here. Oh, or gotcha. do you do you make a point of going to a bar going because out. they're going to yeah. be open? It's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. I did think like, how do we watch the Bills game? We have to go to church at 8 a.m. So we can, or 8.30, whatever time it is. So we can watch yeah. some of the Bills game. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um, okay. I, I, I'm not answering my own question here. Like, I, I, I don't know. Um, Ooh, Oh this? no, this is, this is this what is I was talking about. Happening. It's the Josh Allen thing. Yeah. Pepsi zero. Yeah. You gotta be very clear. 
Pepsi Zero and hot sauce. He's not really drinking. I mean, I I, this is a this is a scam. Uh, But Pepsi Zero and hot sauce, Mafia Wing Sauce specifically, I believe, is probably all that he would drink because that's that's how he rolls. Yeah, Um, and yeah, you turn it into like a Bloody Mary, celery stick, the whole deal. Brian and Chrissy did it. Yeah, I heard that. They on were the talking radio. about that on the radio. Yeah, did they do that with Christy? I'm not sure. No, they did it with uh, Christy's mom. Christy's mom. That would make sense. Um, I, I, you know, my my jury's still out on the Bills. Like best team, I right now best team in football. Who's better than them? Yeah, right now best team. Right, in football. but that changes every week, and that's why I always say like we go another week, and some team surprises you at how well they play. Mm-hmm. Some team surprises you at how poorly they play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of playing poorly, before we get into uh, another performance industrial dirty, difficult done, let me just ask this question. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not picking Jets Broncos. Bad on me in our picks this week. I should have put that game down just, I told you just to. because. I don't think we're picking it, are we? I don't think so. No. I think the Jets win that game. Mm. I think Zach Wilson actually plays well. He Why? He didn't play poorly against Kansas City, no, correct? Not great, though. Okay. No, he didn't play great. But there were flashes. He showed some signs of improvement or competency how at many, the very How many least. points did they score? Not enough. 20. They scored 20 points. They scored 20 points. I get it. I, I wouldn't predict him to score 20 points many times this season. No, but but if 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 you said to me the Jets are going to score 20 points every game the rest of the season, you take it. They they will win more than they lose. Hmm. That defense is good enough. Anyway. They're the ones giving up the 20 points, though. You need the offense to score. Oh, you... no, no, no. I'm oh, saying I that the Jets you. score 20 points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. So are the Jets better than the Giants now, even without Aaron Rodgers? As I've lauded Zach Wilson here for a little bit and predicted the Jets to win at Denver. Yes. The answer is currently yes. Yeah. I, I, and neither team is good. <laughs> we're we're picking... The best of the the worst? Yeah, the lesser of two evils or the worser of two evils. However you would like to say that. The worst of two evils. I don't know. Uh, but not the lesser of two evils because we're picking the more of two evils. They're both so bad. Yeah. They're both so bad. Uh, but yes, there are things about the Jets that are currently better than the Giants. Yeah, I don't want to say, so bad. but I'm not going to say that it's the quarterback. Like, I don't think Daniel Jones is as bad as Zach Wilson. I still don't think that. Yeah. yeah because I, I everything, that. the, the Giants lost despite everything that Daniel Jones tried to do for them last mm-hmm. week. He was put in a terrible situation, mm. sacked 11 times. Mm. I thought it was 10. It was 11. Mm. It was the official number that went down. Despite everything he was trying to do. They still lost. And he threw a bad pick, and I get it. But he's not as bad as Zach Wilson. Okay. Let's, uh, I'm not going to go where I initially thought we would with this because I'm just going to – Just Let's it. just keep rolling here. So what is wrong with Daniel Jones? You're saying nothing. You're not, saying nothing's wrong not with Daniel nothing. Jones. nothing. I'm not okay. saying nothing. If he doesn't get sacked 11 times, yeah. I think you give him a fighting chance. Yeah. Okay. I, those numbers all have something to do with him running of for course. his life. Yep. I mean, the pick six was terrible. It was a bad throw. But it was after he basically single-handedly marched them down the field with his legs. Like yeah. you can only ask the guy to do so much. And I, I hate, I hated the signing. I don't like him. But this is not on Daniel Jones. This is on a lot of other people. Jeff says yes to the question: Are the Jets better than the Giants? I think so too. Uh, Sam says Giants are way worse than the Jets yeah. right now. Um. 
Sam wants to let Wilson sling it a little bit, I think. Right? Listen, you have That's what he's saying. Garrett Wilson. Keep getting him the ball. And then just for fun, because somebody has to be the Bills are the only New York team. Is this what we're that here? person? Oh my God. And you know, it's funny. I think same I, guy. I think, yeah. I think people really do this thinking that people who talk about football don't understand. Like yeah. th- I think there are Bills fans out there who really think they're making a point with these comments. Well, that the Bills are the only You're New- from New Jersey, so you would know exactly where the Giants and Jets play football, as would most people. Just, don't blame it just, us it just you know what it's funny like the teams that never win and i'm sorry i know the bills have won divisions but no super bowls why is it and i love bills mafia but why is it the fan bases of the teams that never win find ways to be annoying why is that mets fans are the most delusional baseball fans on the planet <laughs> I, I mean i heard them talking at the beginning of August, like, or at the beginning of September, excuse me. Well, well, if we go eight and one on this road trip, we, uh, I'm sorry. Did you see anything from this year that made you believe they might win eight of nine? No. And so like, what, why, why, when your team loses, why do you automatically become so annoying like this? Like, yeah, we know the bills are the only team in New York or who play in New York, but don't blame us. Like we're just saying the names of the teams. Blame whoever the heck back in 1933 Uh, or whenever the teams were created, named them the New York Jets and put them in New Jersey and named them the New York Giants and put them in New Jersey to share a stadium or change their name to the the New Jersey Giants and the New Jersey Jets. I don't care. Uh, here are some numbers on on maybe why Jones is struggling as much as he is. Maybe it's the offensive line. Oh well, a lot of it. But maybe it's maybe does Saquon Barkley fix all of this? All if Barkley's no. healthy, does the O line all of a sudden look like a like no. a, a solid not no. well, number one, good, not but a healthy. solid O line? No, they're because not there's the threat that they might actually run the ball. Like Matt Breed is not scaring anybody. Mm-hmm. There's no threat there. So you might actually run the ball. You might actually throw the ball out of the backfield a little bit. You can slow the pass rush with a guy like Barkley. The numbers say a lot here, don't they? Yeah, I think so. But like I just said, they're down basically three starters on the O-line. They're not healthy. So that doesn't help. But yes, you're right. Like when you can just assume they're going to try to, it's either... They're going to pass the ball or it's going to be or Daniel Jones, Jones with his feet. Yeah. So, yeah. And yet a lot of teams still can't stop him. Yeah. But when Daniel Jones is consistently your leading rusher, and that has happened multiple times this season for the New York Giants, yeah. when your quarterback is your leading rusher, you got problems. You got big problems. Okay. So I think I know your answer to this. Yes. No, not too early. My buyer's remorse was the day he signed his contract. <laughs> Okay, so I'm just trying to figure this out. So it's so Jones is not playing well, but it's not his fault he isn't playing well. No, and correct. if he was given more time in the pocket, he could be an effective quarterback. I'm not going to say they're going to win games, though. I'm just not putting this on Daniel Jones. Gotcha. Do I think that contract is a good one? No. Okay. Would I have? Would I give it to him again at the end of this year? Absolutely not. No. Okay. But I regret having them them having offered it to him in the first place. $40 million. I think it was like 82 guaranteed or something like that. Um, which if you're a Giants fan, 
you know, at 40 a year, 82 guaranteed, you could look at it as just a two-year deal this year and next and then try to move on from him. There would be cap hits and yeah. stuff like that you'd have to worry about. But in terms of the guaranteed money, which is all the NFL contracts sure. worry about anyways, you, you could think about moving on after next year if you really wanted to. Listen, right now what they're asking of him is a lot. And I'm not saying he's worth $40 million, but they're asking him to be their best player without their actual best player or an offensive line or any very good receivers. Yeah. So like it's a bad situation and they just paid him a lot to be the captain of the bad situation. All right, one more time. And now dirty, difficult and done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. Okay, Ash, uh, you're up here. We thought we would be in maybe a little bit of a different order, but uh, you're Triple D. My Triple D, and I, I love when players do stupid things like sound off, which happens a lot, sound off on the fans. Mm, never going to win that Who one. were booing you. Sound off, and I, listen, I say he does them dirty because his comments are, number one, they're uncalled for, but number two, they're like a, they're a dig that just felt like a little deeper than it should have been basically told fans to shut up. He called them sheep. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's not even the part that bothered me the most. You know, he said boo louder. Okay, great. Boo louder. Uh, whatever. That's fine. But why concern yourself with the opinions of people who flip hamburgers and hot dogs? Mm, I see. That is where you get like really personal. Mm -hmm. And you know what? To be honest with you, Evan Neal, the people who are going to your football games and sitting in the stands probably don't flip hamburgers and hot dogs because they can't afford the ridiculous price of New York Giants tickets to watch a really bad team mm -hmm. play in an NFL stadium. Mm -hmm. That's just the truth of it all. So, like, don't take digs at them. Take digs at the the guys who work on Wall Street and who can afford the tickets and are still booing you and whatever. But don't take digs at the people who spend their hard-earned money, expect a certain product, and then get far less than what is that what than what was advertised. By the way, this is coming from the number seven overall pick. How's he doing? From Alabama, yeah. who has been, for lack of a better word, trash. <laughs> like he's been trash. He's yeah. not been good. No. He's underachieved. Which is why so, he is he's so offended. And I get it. I get it. But don't take those shots. Like what good comes Never. of taking Never. those shots? Now you've apologized on social media. You've had to apologize to your team, your enough. head coach, and thank the good Lord that you are not home for the next two weeks mm. because when the week three comes around, two weeks from now, you are going to get booed out of the stadium. Out of the stadium. Again, it, the players that aren't playing well right? Like Evan Neal may not admit it that he's struggling, but he knows it. And subconsciously he hears the boos louder than maybe they are. The outside noise mm -hmm. starts to affect you because you aren't playing well. And then when you don't play well, you become defensive and easily offended. And you say stuff like he said, yeah. uh, you know, the guys who are playing well, mm -hmm. right? And still are a little bit of, uh, you know, the subject of fans' um, unhappiness. They're not affected. Right. 
because they realize they're doing their job. Maybe the team isn't playing well, but individually they're doing the job. This guy is playing poorly on a team that is not performing. And nobody so, likes to get booed. I get it. Grow up but deal with it. that's what happens, especially after you have a, a season in which you improved greatly. There are now expectations on your team. Yeah. And the expectations have not gone as planned. But the other thing I hate too is like, he says this from Fairweather and Bandwagon fans. Let me tell you something, buddy. Nobody's jumping on a Giants bandwagon. Not last year, no. not the year before, not when you won the Super Bowl. People don't jump on the Giants bandwagon. Yeah. Those fans suffer through terrible seasons and then get rewarded with a Super Bowl once every five years if you have Eli Manning as your quarterback and you're so lucky. Or yeah, New- you have Bill Parcells and LT. Like New York fans have not been treated to this glorious run that people are jumping on for fun. Like, and New York people teams jump on the don't Chiefs get bandwagon because right. New York Chiefs teams are good. don't get bandwagon no. fans. That that's that's not the way no. this works. All right, let's take a quick time out here on Honorado and Miller Week Five picks still to come. Uh, another big trade in the NBA. How has that shifted the landscape in the East with Boston and Milwaukee looking loaded? James Harden is at training camp with the Philadelphia 76ers. Ooh. Comments from the star player Joel Embiid and reigning MVP will share with you here back in a minute here on Honorado and Miller. At Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcellus Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. Find the best selection of ski and snowboard equipment and apparel at the best prices of the year. It's Skitoberfest at Alpenhouse. Grab the family and join us October 12th through the 14th for food, live music, craft beer, games, giveaways, crafts for the kids, and so much more. And in honor of our upcoming 60th anniversary, we'll be turning back the clock and offering state-of-the-art tuning at retro pricing. Celebrate with us at Clifton Park Center and Route 30 in Amsterdam, where we can't wait for you to see our newly expanded showroom. Alpenhouse, run by skiers and riders since 1964. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpenhouse. All right, back with uh, some news from the NFL here. The Rockman commented... Uh, and it drew our attention to it. Uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer, one of the greatest players, certainly linebackers of all time, Dick Butkus, died. 80 years old. The article that Ash just pulled up on ESPN says he died in his sleep at his Malibu, California home. Um, I, I thought I saw the year he went into the Hall of Fame. I don't remember what year it was. It was a long time ago. But obviously he uh, set the standard in a lot of ways for that middle linebacker position. Um, it was, it was always Butkus, Singletary, yep. Erlocker. You know, you'd see that all yeah. the time. Those three guys just kind of grouped together because of how well they played the, the middle linebacker position for the Chicago bears. So Dick Butkus, and I think he elected to the hall in his first year of eligibility in 79. Okay. Um, yeah. I think he was in some, wasn't he in some movies too? People watching. Like, I feel like he, he hit Hollywood a little bit too. I mean, he ended up living in Malibu. Not bad. That's, um, but I feel like he, I feel like he, but a guy born in Chicago was in the entertainment game a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. 
born in Chicago, went to Illinois. Like that's a, that's a bear and a yeah. Chicago in. I'll tell you, that's when men were men, right? I mean, the yeah. NFL, that was, whoo, boy. Only played for two winning teams with the Bears. Yikes. Never made the playoffs. Like, but that guy played his Tough. you know what off yeah. every night. Well, never complained, yeah. didn't ask for a trade. Yep. Did, like, that's when, like you said, men were men and they just kept playing, took their paycheck, went home and. It was a job versus like this glorified, you know. Right. We're not men anymore. No. We know that. Man cards revoked. We certainly know that. Okay. Uh, we kind of knew this was happening, that the Blazers would eventually Flip. move Drew Holiday. Um, and he is on his way back into the Eastern Conference and now to Boston. So, you know, we, it's funny. We don't really talk big three anymore the way right. we used to yeah that, i mean that was all the rage for you know a while. phoenix is booker durant and beal mm -hmm. that's a big big three maybe it's the best big three in in the nba it's pretty good to, because yeah. steph clay and dre is not exactly what it was mm -hmm. who are you putting with lebron and ad to make a big yeah. three with the lakers austin reeves is good but he's yeah. not there yet anyway he's holiday Giannis. tatum and brown yeah, it's, pretty good three. Yeah. And now, like, you know, the guy who's just on the fringe there would be Porzingis. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics are a really interesting They're, team. I love Drew Holiday. Yep. Big upgrade over Brogdon at the point guard position. And a guy who shoots the three well enough and can score enough to take some of the burden off Tatum, especially in late game situations. Yeah. I think the biggest loss for them, honestly, was Marcus Smart. And I know they traded him, yeah. but um, I, I love that guy. He played a, a lot of defense, as as you know. Um, Holiday will do that for you. Yeah. No, I know. Um, but he was just like kind of their glue guy. He was. And, no and doubt. Holiday will do that for you too. Like mm -hmm. he's a locker room guy, a veteran presence. He feels like he's been around a hundred years, yeah. and he's still playing at, at an incredibly high level. Uh, but yeah, you knew he was going to get flipped somewhere. The the Celtics are trying to keep pace with the Bucks. We talked about last week. Does that? put the the bucks ahead of everyone else in the east and we thought yeah maybe but now the Celtics are right there. I think you got to think they're both the the two of the best teams in the east, the Bucks and the Celtics. Rockman already says it. Celtics are winning it oh, all every year. Yeah. Are they? Are they the best team in the east? Uh, Sam maybe. says Dame will lead the Bucks to the championship this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't okay. think so. I don't I don't love that I that's to me, that's a, not a combustible in terms of personality mm. because they're not they're Those personalities aren't combustible, but just a, a situation and a chemistry that may not work Ooh, on the floor. It just may not work as well as people think. I, um, I, I think, think the Celtics fit. are deep. They're, they're deep. They've got a lot of talent. Um, they're versatile. They do a lot of different things. Boston's the best team in the East for you. The best team in the NBA. Oh, we're not knocking best Denver team. off the pedestal no, best already, team in the are we? I think they're the best team in the East. I don't even know if I'm ready to put them ahead of the Suns if that plays out. I, I'd be interested to see how that plays out. But yeah, the Nuggets and the Suns for me are still really good. Golden State is always going to be up there too. Um, but they're, I think the Celtics are the best team in the East. So Boston, Milwaukee. Yeah. Would you go to Philadelphia after Bef that, they had the reigning Miami. MVP. Yeah, Miami. Yeah, Miami has lost a lot this offseason, right? People are not going to add it up in their head yep. very quickly because you don't think about Gabe Vincent mm -hmm. and Max Struess as these pivotal yep. players, but they but are. They, and they worked their way into these. And a lot players. of that was done thinking we got a shot at Dame 
And then that does, then that falls through. And so now I think you're Miami. You're kind of left holding the bag. Right. And I really thought they were going to make a move to try to bring in Drew Holiday. That didn't happen either. So Miami's in a weird kind of in-between mm -hmm. position. Now remember, Tyler Hero will be healthy and he'll play and that'll make a big difference for them. But I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's whatever order you want them, Boston, Milwaukee. And then do you go to Philadelphia here? Joel Embiid said this week that James Harden's return to the 76ers. He's at training camp, back-to-back -back days of practice now that it's not a distraction. Harden had asked for a trade. Harden blasted Daryl Morey. Yeah. And and this isn't a distraction. It's, it seems hard to believe, yeah. one, that it isn't a distraction, and two, that the Sixers might actually start the regular season, which is about two weeks from now, with Harden on the roster. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's not a distraction for him personally because there are certain guys who can just put your head down and go to work, but my guess is reporters are asking about it. Reporters are asking everybody about it, so it's something that comes up and they want to talk to Harden and they're asking, like, it's yeah. just a distraction in terms of it being a topic of conversation when they're, those guys are probably like, we're, we don't want to talk about this anymore. Like, we're good. He's here. We're going to play with him. He's going to start day one. Like, this is just how it's going to be. Yeah. So uh, maybe not a distraction for Embiid personally in his own mind, but I have to imagine it is a distraction from the, from outsiders. Maybe it's not on the inside, the internal distraction. I'm telling you, Harden and Kyrie, it's just everywhere they go. Yeah. The drama disaster. follows. I mean, I shouldn't even say it follows. They they create mm -hmm. most of it. I thought this was interesting. Embiid has French citizenship. He was born in Cameroon, mm -hmm. but he has French citizenship. Uh, and so he's going to go to Paris with Team USA. Hey, we'll take him. I also I love this because I think it really builds momentum. This is a team that at the FIBA World Cup did not medal. And it's the first time they that Team USA didn't medal at the World Cup, I think since 1970. It's been a long, long time. But now you get a superstar. Okay, Jalen Brunson, nice player. Uh, Anthony Edwards, good player. Mm -hmm. Embiid is a guy who is going to kind of set the tone yeah. for some of the other superstars in the NBA to say, let's go win the gold medal. Come with me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it makes it easier for guys who are to buy in, at the end, yes. like Steph and LeBron, to say, mm -hmm. okay, we're going to build something here. It's not just going to be, if you're LeBron, it's not just going to be me and a bunch of 23-year-olds. Yeah, and I, I hope that's We can have case. a – look, this is LeBron's last Olympics. Right. If he doesn't play, shame on him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just think it's it's become – this thing that's like, well, I don't want to get hurt. Well, it's it hasn't become what it used to be, and players don't feel about the Olympics how they used to feel. Yeah. The NBA season comes first, and everything else comes first. Keeping their, I need rest, I need health, I need. It's where they I, make their money. I get it, but at some point, isn't it a pride thing? Like, we're the best country in the world at basketball. We should win every year running away, and yet we don't. Don't you want to go prove you're the best country in the world in basketball? At what point do you just want to stop getting smacked by teams who all these guys play in the NBA with you? You know, Luka Doncic and all, all these guys mm -hmm. are playing for their own uh, home countries. But go prove you're the best best country in the world. Has Steph ever played in the Olympics? I don't remember him playing in the Olympics. I don't either, but I... Maybe he has. I'll I'll check it in the the next commercial break here. Maybe he has, but I don't. I can't picture him in, in a Team yeah. USA jersey. Yeah. Wade and Bosh and LeBron mm -hmm. and Melo and that that Tatum draft class. Yep. Yeah, Tatum. 
Yes, I remember that. Draymond has played yep, there. Brown, yep. I think Clay has played in the Olympics. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't. Hmm. Uh, that's a weird one. I'll have to check that. But don't ask questions you don't know the answer to. Live on a show. It's, it's the number one rule. Don't ever ask say. a question live on the air that you don't know the answer to. And I just did it multiple times. I'll try to get an answer here before the night is over. Come look it up. Uh, our week five picks coming up on the other side of this quick commercial break. Um, and we'll get into what else did I have hit, planned here? The college football yep. slate for this Saturday is number one in trouble at home. I think I think that's going to be a good game. Okay. But how much can Kentucky really hang with Georgia? We're back in a minute. Teams. Athletes, organizations, we're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose. Claim your crown. You've heard of unsung heroes. The men and women of Nyscoba are the unseen heroes. For the past year, you've learned about our many charitable endeavors. Now it is my privilege to share with you the work performed by our members, the 20,000 state correction and law enforcement officers shielded from view. They work in difficult and dangerous conditions and are an extension of the police who protect our neighborhoods. NYSCOBA honors New York's police and firefighters and salutes its own members who help deliver a peaceful night's sleep. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. Okay. My memory has not left me completely. Steph Curry has never played in the Olympics. He said during NBA Media Day uh, this week that he, um, it's the one thing he hasn't done. So he is. Does that mean he's going to do it? You I think, think he'll that, do that it. That gives the vibe of he's going to Durant play. said he's going to play. So maybe I buried the lead here. It's Embiid. It's Durant. You've got to get LeBron. You get Kerr. I mean, that makes. I always watch basketball in the Olympics anyway. Um, but, but I will be locked in, even if they're blowing teams out by 40 or 50 sure. points. Like, it, it's still entertaining to as me. long as they're I, I, having fun. Yeah, like, oh, and that's went, the oh, thing, like God, you when you me? put that oh. kind of talent on a floor, how is it not fun? Yeah. There is so much talent that you cannot be bad. Yeah. It's just has to be a blast. I'm sure Tatum will play. They'll throw alley-oops yeah. from half yeah. court. Yeah. Steph will be launching them from 40 feet. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be, it'll be absolutely up by 60. great. Yeah. It'll be great. All right. Let's get our week five picks in here. Ash. Um, last week, Oh. Last week, here were our picks. Okay. You're not good. Quick no. refresher on, on our Make picks. Make this so quick that people can't even see it. Both made mistakes with Kansas City and the Giants. Okay. So how did we do last week? Two and three, one and four. Not good. Your first bad week of the really season. Bad. You had been okay till, till this good, one, yeah. right? You were eight and six, I mean, my good math tells yeah. me. So we're both nine and ten. We're losing money in Vegas currently, but not awful. Not awful. Again, I, I always say money, so the professionals anything. hit on like fifty-seven percent of their picks. So we're a little shade under. So and we're not professionals. So no. let's go. Well, Our first game is the one in London: Jags Bills, Buffalo by five and a half. We both have declared them the best team in the NFL yep. currently. Yep. 
They have the defense that allow that's allowed the fewest points in the NFL. They have the offense that has scored the second most points in the NFL. I feel good about this. They've won three straight, and I'm on the Jaguars. I feel good about my pick. This is maybe the only one that I feel good about, okay. but I'm comfortable. I think Jacksonville plays this close. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to win, but, but I think the Jags, the Jags played in London last week. Yep. They still stayed. There, of course. So a little bit just kind of used to it. Things are normal there for them. Buffalo flies over. They're getting used to My where do I stay? How do I get to the fly? stadium? What had to be yeah, a few days just ago. Just a little unfamiliarity. The body clock is probably up to speed at this point, mm-hmm. or at least by kickoff. But give me give me the Jags to at least cover that number. Feels by more than a touchdown. Yeah, clearly. Giants and Dolphins. Oh, baby. Uh, we number. are given a lot of points here, and I, I'm really not even that worried about it, to be honest with you. I am. I keep saying it, but it didn't happen last week. I thought, you know what? At some point, the Giants, are they just have to figure it out. But they're not healthy on week. the O-line. They're going to get uh, – it's it's going to be just as bad as it was last week. And you know what? The Dolphins are going to put up more points than the Seahawks did, or at least have the ability to do so. Yeah. Yeah, Miami by two scores. Oh, boy. And that's a big number. That's a lot of points to, big to give an opponent in, in Miami, the NFL. though. Okay. Oh, it's like you're me all of a sudden here with the Steelers. Uh, Raven Steelers, home dog, Pittsburgh. Yeah. But they haven't been good that enough. offense is as bad as it's the dreadful. Giants. It's, it's yeah. terrible. It's dreadful. Kenny Pickett has one of the lowest QBRs in the entire NFL. It's too bad because their, di- their defense is, is And they decent. can't run the ball. They can't yeah. do anything. Baltimore's a good team. Baltimore's playing well. Give me the Ravens. Three and a half as a road. Yeah, it's a little much for me, but um, um, I, I just don't think Pittsburgh can score. So if the Ravens yeah. here in my mind, I go, if the Ravens get to 17 or 20, they will cover this number because Pittsburgh's not going above 13. No, just I, not happening. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of offensively challenged mm. teams this year in the NFL. Uh, the Giants and Jets are two of them. And right now the Pittsburgh Steelers – Make a, th- a third amongst other teams. Why are the offenses um, bad? Can we put our finger board, on that? Well, you no. just said there are a lot of offensively challenged. And I'm not saying, I'm not disagreeing. Think, I'm just trying to figure out why. I don't know if there are a lot of offensively challenged teams, but it seems like the challenges are glaring for a specific number of teams. Yeah. Like three points in an NFL yeah. football game is about as bad as it gets. We've had Ten shutouts. points in an NFL. Shutouts. Like it's, yeah. it's just... It seems bad, but it's not across the board. It's like a select few. Do you know what so. an NFL, uh, you, do you know what a former NFL player would probably tell us? He would tell us fewer preseason games, but on top of that, fewer padded practices. Teams aren't practicing the way they used to. Yeah. There, there, there probably isn't that same intensity yeah. and rhythm that it takes to be a good offensive team on Sunday. Period. That's what a former player, yeah, I'm sure, would tell us. There are plenty of players who are going out and doing it just fine every week. So what's what's the problem? Your Maybe players, the Niners. Your players aren't as good as the other players. Yeah, the Niners are good. Uh, Titans and Colts. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is a, a, the a matchup. Show... Why are we picking Titans Colts? Well, because you've got a two and two team against a two and two team, and the winner will be in first place in the AFC South. There you go. That's why. That's that's why you picked it. Yeah. Uh, and. I'm just easily swayed and back on, not that I'm on the bandwagon for the Titans, but I think they finally showed last week who they are capable of being. And if that's the team that they're capable of being, 
I don't think the Colts are very good. Mm. I like I like the Titans. Derrick Henry ran last week. Mm-hmm. Tannehill looked good. Like it, everything about that team was like, oh, this is the team we thought they were going to be. Yeah. But the first few weeks were not. I think this is a good game. Uh, I, yeah, like I like both head I coaches. It's... I think Steichen will have the Colts going in the right direction. I'm very intrigued by Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. And so give me the Colts here at home yep. because they're the home team. I think the Colts are better than than people. They're certainly better than people thought they'd be. Yeah. They're, they already have two wins. Yep. But I think they're just even now, four weeks into the season, better than people are giving them credit for. Okay. So give me the Colts. Small yeah. number at home? Sure. This is the game sure. of the week. And it. I likely won't see much of it. Yeah. Cowboys, Niners. 49ers. You know me. what? You know what? Bad on us. Bad on us. The 49ers are the best team in football. We're talking about the Bills as the best team in football. It's I, San Francisco. This is the best team in football. I'll take the Bills. No. Yeah, I will. Why? Because the Bills defense is as good as it's been in the last five years. And offensively, they haven't missed much of a beat outside of week but one. But they don't have a Nick Bosa and they don't have a Fred Warner. I get it. Trey White has a pop saying, to kill. He's that? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm not Christian saying... McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and, and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. I mean, this is this is the best team in football. But it's been the McCaffrey show. They haven't needed those other guys, which tells you something. But I also think Josh Allen is a top five quarterback. Right? Brock oh, Purdy yeah. is not, but he's been fantastic. He, and, and he's been, I, I think he's done it all in an understated way. Yep. All he has done is continued to win games and yet it's not been flashy. It hasn't been big, nope. but when you have a guy like steady, consistent, Christian McCaffrey, what did he hit on like 18 and 19 passes yeah. last week. Christian I mean, McCaffrey erases a lot of, of problems because he's so good. And not only can he run the ball, but he's a pass catcher out of the backfield. Uh, it's that team is very good uh, right now. I'm still taking the bills, but it's, they're the best team in the NFC. Fun rivalry here from uh, the 90s, Cowboys, Niners. This is like the heyday growing up. Let's see what Dallas has. This is a a measuring stick game for Dak Prescott. Let's see what the Cowboys have. Uh, I like the Jags. You like the Bills. We're both on the Dolphins. I like the Ravens. You like the Steelers. I like the Colts. You like the Titans. We're both on the Niners Three games different. So we're going to – someone's going to be – Crying at the end of it. The other one will be celebrating. Mm -hmm. Is that where you're going with there? Well, not – only week five, right? Tears. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one more break. We're back right after this. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. If you can't give true love to me, I'll understand. Just do the best you can. The Globe Ultra. 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. Shout out to all those local business partners, Saratoga Eagle, Performance Industrial, Nyscoba, Marcellas, Novice, and of course, Alpen House, our title sponsor here on the show each and every single week. Final segment here of Honorado and Miller. Let's get into that college football slate a mm-hmm. little bit, Ash. It is the uh, final Red River rivalry 
with these two teams as part of the Big 12. Yeah. Now they're both going to the SEC, so they'll continue they'll to play. play. But 5-0, and 5-0. Oh, oh. um, noon kick. Great one. Fun game. Yeah, great one. Fun, fun game. Oklahoma is clicking offensively. More impressively, they're playing defense. Actual defense. Texas could be the best team in the country. Could yeah, be yeah, the best maybe. team in the country. I'm not ready for that yet, but Longhorns are really, really good. Who do mm-hmm. you like here? Uh, I like Texas. Yeah, I'm not ready to dub them the best team in the country. I like Texas. I think Oklahoma. Look out for two years from now, Oklahoma. If they can keep a quarterback, Brett Benables is going to have that defense playing at an at an all time level from Oklahoma standards because Oklahoma standards was like put some guys out on the field and do your best. Mm-hmm. Like when they were scoring 60 a game, it was still 60 to 50. And, and now that's not the case. They're not scoring 60 a game, but yeah. you get what I mean. Like mm-hmm. they're actually playing football, mm-hmm. two sides of football. Heck of a concept. It's it's amazing. Try to keep the it's other team really out of the end zone. In the Big 12, Ooh. it's they're yeah, setting a standard here. I like Texas too. <laughs> uh, and I really do believe that they might be the best team in college football. Uh, Michigan, I think it's funny. Georgia is number one. I think I would put Michigan one, Georgia two, Texas three. And I would have a lot of split votes on, on two and three. Speaking of the number one team in the country here, Kentucky with an impressive win last weekend against yeah. Florida. Can the Wildcats hang though in Athens? I think they can hang. It's a 14 and a half points. Yeah. 14 and a half I don't think points. they'll win, but I, I would take them to cover. Me too. I would take Georgia to just barely got out of Auburn mm-hmm. with a win last week. I would take them to cover for sure. They've been really impressive. And listen, this is it, it's funny because I think we think this is like a surprise. Kentucky has been an up and comer mm-hmm. for the last four to five years. They've been playing really good football. Yep. And I think the S the rest of the SEC knows that, but maybe the rest of America forgets it every year when it's like, oh wait, Kentucky's a basketball school. Just kidding. They're four and oh again. Like they they've had really good starts to seasons. And this is no different. Yeah, they run the ball really well. Um, I, I want this to be a high-scoring back-and-forth game, but it might be a little drag-it-out yeah, kind of Maybe in the 20s. Kind of teams in game. The 20s. Yeah, the, the total, I think, is 47 and a half. I would, that, I would I like just yeah. knee-jerk reaction take the over there. Um, but but I don't know. Could this, go under. this could be a little bit of a, a slugfest here. But Georgia wins, right? Yeah, I think Georgia wins. But I, like I said, I think Kentucky covers. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what we settled here. We did debate whether or not the Giants are better than the Jets or vice versa. Jets better than the Giants without Maybe. Aaron Rodgers. And I'm starting to think that. And now, look, there's no way Aaron Rodgers is coming back to play this no, season. But he's Enough walking already. that stuff, people. 